Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting. Welcome to this mini episode. I think it's going to be mini. It may be it may be about moderate length. Anyway, the episode is of my podcast Charmed Life with me, Trisha Carr. And of course, this is also on my YouTube channel. And so, I invite you if it's your first time to take up a seat and let's sink into it together. I dedicate this work to you guys. Uh, Of course, that's why I'm here doing this. I do it because I love it. I am a spiritual teacher and a speaker and hypnotherapist. And and I also do one-on-one teaching and mediumship readings and animal communication, healing and reading. I'm saying all of that just in case it's your first time listening. And and, this, this is all about this podcast. This show is about universal experiencing about unity I should say it's about the true experience that I have that we are all here to live a life that is charmed that's why it's called that 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 the life that we live is charmed because truly life is magical and What's interesting about that is that magic isn't always what we think is going to be perfect and beautiful. And the other thing I mean about magic, by the way, is that if your life is magical, then in a sense, magic can be mundane. And that seems like the opposite of what we we have always believed magic to be, that magic was supposed to be some kind of rescue. At least that's what I kind of came out of the conditioning that I I had that the fairy tales or the stories in even our art or whatever the media is, is that you are in some kind of compromised, difficult situation and then you get rescued and that's magic. And what it, wherever the rescue comes from, even whether it's some power that you discover that you have or somebody else or something else comes and rescues you from your peril. 
And I think, no, I take that back. I experience that magic is actually both mundane and wonderful, breathtaking, seemingly incredible. It, it is a paradox to live a magical life or a charmed life. And I think that's pretty wonderful. I think that's good news. And I, I find it really interesting that there is a kind of conditioning that magic is rare, special, and is meant to stand apart from anything else that happens typically. And so my whole message, I guess, here for this show and, and in this particular episode is that living magically is this beautiful paradox. And I, I've said it before, or rather when I was channeling from Archangel Michael a particular lesson called, uh, well, it was Archangels and Universal Laws. And so I was bringing through a channeled message from Archangel Michael about the law of one. And in the description of essentially the creation process, Michael said that there is power in the paradox and to be able to hold the paradox. And what I mean by paradox, you know, paradox is essentially two seemingly opposites in one space. Even the atoms that compose matter, they are made up of electrons and protons and neutrons. And these three components, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but so I'm really looking at this more philosophically. Electron and proton are basically opposites. And then there's the neutron, which is essentially the neutral energy, kind of holding them together in a way. Again, scientists don't tell me how wrong I am. I might be. I'm looking at it philosophically and inspirationally, spiritually. And so that's what we are. That's, that's what the building blocks of what we are uh, is, is a paradox. And that's how things come together. And being able to stand in a peaceful presence and behold the paradox that magic is typical or wonderful things happening, being filled with wonder at all times, doesn't lose its efficacy, doesn't lose its potency, then I think we're, we're coming into that position of the I am, the one I am, the source energy, the zero point, the life force perspective, the seer, the master. It's in many different philosophies and spiritual explorations. So that's what this show is about. And I wanted to remind us of that. Because if you're listening to this at some time that I am releasing it, somewhere relative to it, which is middle March of 2020, we are in the midst of a pandemic, I mean, it's global, with the COVID-19. Now, if you're listening at any, well, I should say, even if you're listening right now, you might be, I'm sick of hearing about it. I, I, I'm acknowledging it, and I'm taking inspiration from it, and I'm hoping to be a reflection of what is desired and needed right now. So I'm not going to dwell on it at all, at all. But at the same time, it's like we're in this place right now where I, I I would like some relief from thinking about it, talking about it, and because 
even if it's not the actual illness that you're concerned about and you're not touched by the specific illness or the virus itself, it's that there's a lot going on financially, socially. I have a ton of friends. Having been in hospitality and the um, the booze industry in general for, I think, 30 years, gosh, yeah. And I, I left that industry, but so many of my friends are there. So I, I'm with us. I'm with you. And it's more than just those industries of the hospitality and the the restaurants and who have been shut down and closed right now. It trickles out to so many different other industries and so many other lifestyles. And I share all of that just to say, I'm in it. I'm I'm with you. We're all and not only that, I the good that I can see that can come of this is that we do come together even more. And that is more truly what we are, who we are. We are really and truly together. And so if there's a way that our awareness has been out of that truth, then then we're releasing the illusion or the delusion that we are separate from one another. That's the vision that I hold. And so, yeah, at this time and, and really at any other time, I think it's really great to come into that masterful position and say that we're learning something, we're healing something. You see, one way to look at it is that the, the, the physical plane, even your physical body, it is a product of the non-physical or the energetic and so one way to look at it is that when something gets to the physical plane, it's the last stop and it is releasing. The physical plane is where things are actually releasing. It's the last stop. And so you could say that the physical plane is healing. It is the last stop of healing. And so that physical plane is, yes, like I say, could be the body. And so if you are I just have one little example that's popping up right now. And that would be if you're having a lot of stress and you're kind of holding a lot of stress in your in your energy body, then it may show up as some other kind of holding in your physical body. Like you could get you could get acne, you could get zits or something like that. You know, something that is a cyst that is holding something that wants to be released. That's actually the physical body healing the energy body as it's transmuting, it's off-gassing that energy. And then if extend that out to the things that are happening on the physical level so far as society and activity. And so when we're able to get to that neutral position, then we can see, oh, well, even though this is, of course, on that physical eye level, very difficult and painful for some if we can zoom out and we can say, well, there are some things that are coming of it and we're coming together and we're remembering, if nothing else, to help our brothers and sisters, to check on our brothers and sisters, having to retreat to the homes so that we can protect certain other people. I think that's a, a pretty beautiful awareness because that's actually what we're mostly doing as we are self-quarantining is we're protecting others because there are obviously many more people who will not be you know, exposed to the virus than will be, or even some who are exposed and they are asymptomatic. We're protecting those who need it the most. And neutral, neutrally speaking, looking at it from that position, I think that's kind of lovely. I think that's really beautiful. And so what I wanted to, in an evergreen sense, be above and beyond 
this particular current situation is I wanted to share that it, it is actually okay to feel okay at any time. Not only is it okay, but it is the goal of all goals and especially in a challenge it is most helpful, most resourceful to have a state that is more calm, more relaxed, more focused, and as free as possible of the ticking of either side of either the anxiety or the depression. And now this isn't, this isn't a challenge or a judgment that you should have upon yourself that I should, let's never should all over ourselves, right? I, the reason, I, I, want, I want to communicate this in the way that hopefully is good news because I actually detoxed from a consistent, steady feeling and thinking habit of anxiety. And I actually didn't even know it, but that's the thing to detoxing or finding out that there's something that is ready to be healed. And it was really only in the last, probably the last calendar year that I went through this process. I had definitely made a lot of improvements through many of the previous years, but I got to this place. I didn't even know that I was running anxiety all the time. I didn't understand why these rampant skin irritations and rashes that would show up for to, to the uh, befuddlement of my dermatologist and and many other things that that I didn't those didn't even, I didn't even realize that it might be because of some profound anxiety that I was running all the time. Now, when I discovered that I had basically an addiction to anxiety, when I started to really look at it, that and I realized that there was still an underlying belief in there that 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 state kept me safe. That's it was so deep seated, and I didn't believe it on a more holistic uh, level, I guess. And I definitely had shifted a, m- many of the beliefs above and beyond. And maybe someday I'll be like, "Oh, there's another layer of it. I, I want to release it again." But when I'm talking about the anxiety I was running, is that I was in a physically charged, anxious state pretty much all the time. I had a somatic response going on all the time to things that were basically fear fantasies that could show up. This, I could lose this job or I could lose this stream of income or, you know what I mean? And I didn't even realize that it was kind of happening very covertly. And so I actually argued with spirit, with my guides one day when I was I had been in the process of healing and intentionally detoxing from anxiety and the habit. And I said to them, really, like, really, I'm supposed to believe that it's okay to live without that driving fear and anxiety. And I'm supposed to believe that that's the way to live when it seems to me from which I'm not saying I'm accurate or I was accurate. Everybody else lives that way. Every, that is the, the social norm. That is what they teach me about. And you're telling me that I'm going to be the one who lives without fear? And the answer came back to me, well, what's the harm in trying it? Why not try it? 
You have a master's degree in living the other way. So just give it a shot. You can always go back. And then they asked me when I was like, hmm, when I pondered. And when I say they, I'm talking about, you know, the intuitive voice, my council of light, the guidance team. And, and you know, they said to me when I was able to actually consider what they were proposing is that I could just try it and I could always go back. There was no harm or I could always pick right back up with that anxiety. And, and my curiosity let me relax a little bit. And as I kind of translated the voice, they kind of said, well, do you think that you'll become stupid if you are fearless? <laughs> and of course, that's ridiculous. But it was showing me that was the belief that somehow I will become less efficient less intelligent, less resourceful. And I, I don't know, sometimes people say, well, then I won't be motivated. Really? You won't be motivated to take care of yourself, to move in your purpose, to help others? What, what would you not be motivated about? And so all of that just started to crumble. And especially as they told me, like, yeah, you it's not like you're saying you have to swear it off forever. You can go right back to it. You already know how to do it. And how's that working for you? <laughs> and so it it's actually good news that it if you think about it, and again, science will show us that, and we know that the immune system functions better. We know that we we are less prone to disease or even accidents. Not only that, but that life force energy will efficiently go to the places that it wants to go, the places that are more important to you, your subconscious mind will be able to direct them without you having to muscle, be able to direct that life force energy to the, the areas and the activities and the actions that are more highly beneficial to you, deep in your heart, deep in your soul, as well as effectively. You'll be able to be more aware of how you can help others. You'll be able to be more aware of the synchronicities of nature of the universe showing up for you, of the opportunities, of the co cooperations. And so I hope that's good news for you, that even in challenge that you actually are allowed and you do better by giving yourself permission to feel okay, to feel good if you, if you like, to feel neutral if that's easier, and to be out of the burden of that anxious or depressed feeling, whatever the fearful affectation is for you. And another thing I want to say is that nature is doing what nature knows how to do at all times, at all times. If you do listen to me regularly, then you may hear me speak about the ecosystem and the ecosystem is sort of another way to say the universe. And yet I'm saying it in this way because I am one who teaches from nature about spirit and from spirit about nature. But truly, as above, so below. And you are a natural being and everything that is of spirit is expressed in nature. And you are nature. In humans, as we feel separate from one another, we also feel separate from nature. But you are nature and your body and your being and your whole connection to the ecosystem is doing what it knows how to do. And what nature knows how to do is heal, is to find the ways to flow toward balance and healing. Even as there are ebbs and flows, that works 
to balance and healing as well. If the ocean is tiding, those tides are not the placid still lake, and yet they are creating life. The wondrous, huge waves of the tides, they are creating life. They are sending life to the areas where it is needed, where it is desired. And so this is the same with you. Nature is doing what nature knows how to do at all times, and you are nature. And being relaxed and focused and calm in that awareness and in the awareness of that brings you present, and that's how you catch up with the creative process. That's how you catch up with your I am energy, which is the one I am. That is the process of creation and creating and being. Something I have been hearing from spirit a lot and saying a lot is you are a being. And as such, you are a verb. You are in action. You are now. When you are present, you are in the process of being. You're never static. You're always in the flow of creation. And that is you as nature. And that is you as spirit. And so perhaps that can be something that can give you comfort, whether you're in challenge or you're seeing others in challenge, is that nature is doing what nature knows how to do. And that includes you. And you coming present to that will allow you to serve and help and aid and say the right thing or don't say the right thing and attract to you that which you need and and act upon that which is the highest purpose for yourself and for others. All of that, all of that is natural. And with that, I'm going to leave you with a share of a meditation. It's actually a kind of a mind programming exercise in a meditative state. It's something that I created in my Mystic Arts Academy. And so I'm going to share it right here on this podcast. So it is a, it is a meditation and you can sit and go into the state, go into your sacred practice right now. Or you can also, if you are listening while you're driving or something, just stay alert. And you know what you can do to stay alert when you're driving? Sometimes you get in a little bit of a hypnosis when you're driving anyway, is you can count yourself out. One, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake, and alert. One, two, three, four, five, wide awake, alert. That, that counting out is something that we do in, you know, hypnosis. I'm a hypnotherapist, and it actually works. It's a pretty global tool that works. But you can actually be in a, an alert state and allow this work to seep into your subconscious and even your conscious mind because it's inspiring as we move through different states. And this is one where I use an acrostic of a particular word to call in different states of being and this one is for focus. That's what it is based upon, the word focus. And it, it can also be used if you want to go listen to this, cue it up sometime. You can listen to it to help yourself to focus and come into a relaxed and calm state to fall, to fall asleep highly consciously too. A conscious rather than crashing out unconsciously is a preferred way to move into your sleep stage. And so I'll leave you to it. I'm not going to do my standard outro music this time I'm going to if you're watching it I'll just play the graphic but I'm not going to play the music and in that way if you 
habits so that you don't have an autoplay going next, either on YouTube or on your um, podcast device, then you could uh, just continue to drift into your meditation or sleep if that's what you're doing now. So this is my gift to you, as well as all of my love and all of my gratitude, all of my appreciation for you shining your light on our beautiful world, you beautiful natural being on this beautiful natural plane. And thank you so much. I would love it if you subscribe, like, share, and comment, by the way. And so here's my gift to you, this mind programming, this meditation based upon focus. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. The total runtime of this upcoming meditation is 25 minutes and 22 seconds. Welcome to your sacred practice. The meditation upon which we are about to embark will facilitate states of being, shifting from one state of being to another, all to the intention of creating great focus. Focus to Facilitate whatever that you would like to experience. Perhaps it is clarity, a release of stress and worry, abundant health, for it is focus and calm relaxation and clarity that facilitates the life force energy moving to exactly the right and highest intending space. You can utilize this in your consciousness practice or upon your practice of manifestation and this can be utilized to bring you into highly conscious, high vibrational sleep. And with that, we will begin our practice. Beginning with placing the awareness upon the divine breath beginning to slow the breath, slowing the breath and bringing your divine awareness to it. For the breath is a magical tool. When you place your awareness upon it and consciously allow it to become deeper, slower, and easier. Your energy will obey. You will become soothed by these deep and easy breaths. And as this complex of the human being is triune, body, mind, and spirit, We will ask the breath to communicate to the body a state of calm relaxation. And we will agree with the mind that we give ourselves permission to truly let go. Letting go is a state of allowance that actually brings us into mastery, a masterful perspective 
that is easy. And the spirit will also be soothed. The emotional body will join in the calm relaxation. And so for the next few cycles of breath, you are invited to allow them to move upon a count. Count that will facilitate a deepening of your awareness of the breath and a sort of dance. Dancing with the breath of life. I will guide us in a moment on one cycle of this breath and we will count four, seven, eight. The four will be the count for the inhale and four is the number of building, of creation. It is the number of grounded Gaia energy. And so we will draw in on this count of four the element of air as a way to receive life. And then holding, pausing at the apex of the breath for a count of seven. Seven is the spiritual number, the number of introspection. And so we will hold this in our inner world, allowing the nourishing breath to absorb into the body, into the spirit. This will symbolize and activate the state of being inspired. And then a count of eight, eight, the number of abundance and momentum. And the release, the long exhale on a count of eight is your creation. How you have drawn in the offering from the earth, from the field and allowed yourself to be a co-creator and released your creation, making an imprint upon the field. The long exhale. And so on my demonstration, we can synchronize breath and after that point, you can continue to count for a couple of times at your own pace, finding your own pace. And then we will continue with our focus practice. And on the inhale, at one, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And continue this count a couple more times. You know exactly what is right for your practice. The pacing, the repetition. And so take a moment to experience this focus on the breath.
and now with your breath in this deep and easy pace the body has received the message that this is the time to come into a calm relaxed state the mind is giving permission for you to experience this celebration of focus the celebration of clarity and calm and the spirit the emotional body is soothed and attending to your intention and the body will continue to relax and with each state that we call in as if channeling or downloading an energy with your easy permission and allowance your whole being will come into harmony with the intention and the state that we call in now is focus focus as if threading a needle focus is your ally in your creative process and at this time to become curious of just the energy of focus in an unconditional way You may visualize or imagine something akin to a narrowing of energy. And this feels like release. Release of of any energies or any static or pull that are not necessary at this time of focus. Focusing into this beautiful present moment. Focus brings a quietude to the being. And so you may find yourself just asking, what does it feel like to focus? And in this first state of focus, little adjustments may be made whether in the body or the mind or the emotional the spirit and these little adjustments are just ways for you to give yourself a deeper permission to become even more calm even more relaxed and focus is your friend And now moving into our next state. We welcome the energy to be open 
open. At this time, the experience to be open may facilitate a wonderful well-being, a relaxed state. Like the lotus flower, gently and gleefully opening to the sun. You may be open at this time to the energy that soothes, opening to the grounding energy of Gaia and the nourishing energy of source energy of Creator. and feeling so calm and open in the heart center. And this experience is one of release and gentle welcome to the experience of simply being open. You may find yourself speaking in your own mind, I am open. And now this wonderful feeling of well-being is giving way to our next state and that is calm. A profound feeling of calm washing over you or into you or from and through you. However you experience calm is just right for you. You may imagine what it would sound like to be hearing an ocean wave, so calming, so soothing, so very pleasant, this energy of calm. And perhaps you find yourself asking, can I become even more calm? What a pleasant experience, a pleasant living word is calm. And very easily and freely, we welcome in the next state. And that state is to unite. Unite. To recognize that you are in unity. For the energy of the universe is one. 
and with the awareness to unite. There is a soothing, a nurturing experience. Feeling so nurtured now. Any and all burdens just float away. For being in the united energy is to be at peace. Deeply at peace in unity. So connected and welcoming of this energy to be peacefully united. So supported. And from this experience of support, from feeling so united, easily now the state of surrender. Surrender in this safe, nurtured, calm and comfortable, very, very comfortable now. So comfortable that surrender feels wonderful. And you might find yourself wondering, could I surrender even more to this blissful, comfortable energy? This state of surrender is one that is also empowering as you are allowing the universal organizing experience. You're allowing nature, allowing spirit, surrendering to your natural state. And so, surrender. And in this deep state of surrender, all of the energy, all of the intention, working together harmoniously, focus, open, calm, unite, surrender. And so now take some time to continue to be curious about how deeply you can experience surrender and all of these states for your highest good, for your greatest manifestation. 